Welcome to The Savage Truth with Cicely Davis. I am your host, Cicely Davis. Hello and welcome back, America, to The Savage Truth. Cicely here on an unusually warm Minnesota day, 50 degrees today. Our usual weather around this time is usually about 25 degrees with lows around 7. But hey, no complaints from me. As always... Please like, share, subscribe, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Subscribing, sharing, and positive reviews are so very important. And as always, I thank you so very much for taking the time to tune in and spending time with me today. Attention all Republicans and conservatives, respectfully. We need to work together. In 2024, we need to stick together. We need to be in unison, in lockstep, of one accord, at least for the public and for the press, out front. And maybe disagree and argue up the dickens behind closed doors, but at least present a unified front. Now, for four years during Trump's presidency, without hesitation, without pause or consideration, care or caution, Democrats lied, harassed, schemed, misrepresented, omitted, dismissed, denied, implicated, and impeached. Twice remind you, the great 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who, in each case, was acquitted on all counts by the Senate, I must remind you. The point is, they did so. They followed through. Even though it was bogus, lame, wrong, without merit, totally politicized, and a complete farce played out in kangaroo court, the the Democrats were unified, is what I'm trying to drive home, is what I'm trying to get you to understand, in case you're not getting my drift. They agreed to do something, and they stuck together, and they got it done. Now, they may not all get along, and I'm sure there are rivalries and snickerings and hate and animus between many of them. After all, they are human, I guess, as to be expected. But when it comes to the front stage appearances, they stick together. That being said... I'm glad to see House Republicans stick together on this border bill, for the most part. This supposed bipartisan border bill, quoting Republicans, this will not pass. It's dead on arrival, DOA. As you have all heard, I'm sure, Senate negotiators on Sunday released the text of the much-anticipated border deal that lawmakers have been hashing out with White House officials since December, incorporating significant reforms, including a crackdown on asylum and parole. Let me state this as a savage truth right away up front before I get too deep into this. Biden is waiting for consensus, for Congress to pass something he doesn't need their way in on. Here's another savage truth. Joe Biden won't take responsibility for his role on the border crisis. On day one, he reversed the policies at the border, having been the most secure it had been in years. And still, he postures and pretends it's new legislation he needs rather than just doing his job. So why should we believe he will follow the laws in a new bill when he has failed to follow the current laws. Another savage truth. This one's undeniable. This one's undisputable. He put forth 94 executive actions forward to roll back Trump's policies on the border. He could put those back in place today, right now, as we speak, as you watch and listen. Biden 
go sign those executive actions if you really, truly want to address and end the border crisis. Now, just so you know, viewers and listeners, I'm recording on Wednesday, February 7th, early in the morning. Now, Senate is scheduled to vote on the measure to advance the border deal, and that hasn't happened as of yet. But we will have by that time, you will have by that time, an answer on whether they supported the bill and came together or not. So we may have to revisit this issue in another episode. So let me give you a little bit of that bill's breakdown as of now. Here's the ask. $60 billion for Ukraine, $20 billion for border security, $14.1 billion for Israel, and $2.4 billion for operations around the Red Sea, $2.6 billion for the Indo-Pacific. Here's what's noteworthy. Speaker Johnson vowed to put $17.6 billion in emergency funding on the House floor next week to give Israel assistance, and that is a really good thing. I absolutely support that. This is a $118 billion security package. This is what has many Republicans saying this simply won't fly. Here are some other terms of that bill. Significantly stricter requirements for asylum claims under the border deal, DHS would shut down the border if the seven-day average for migrant <clears throat> illegal encounters hit 5,000 or if it reaches 8,500 encounters in a single day. Yes, don't shake your head. Try not to bang your head like I did. You heard me correctly. DHS is to shut down the border if there are 5,000 encounters in a seven-day average or if there are 8,500 in a single day. In other words, this bill does not address or stop illegals from crossing into our country, hence follow the Constitution. Let me say that again. This administration needs to follow the Constitution. Joe Biden is turning his head on constitutional law altogether, breaking the law. The border deal does not give legal status to any illegal immigrant already in the country and includes $20 billion to hire more ICE deportation officers, border patrol agents, and asylum officers as well. Both Speaker Johnson and Trump have opposed the Senate border deal, and House Republicans likely wouldn't even bring it to the floor if it passes the Senate, as referencing to Congress. So passage through the House is doubtful. Back in the Senate side, Senator Ted Cruz called for McConnell to step down and Vance declared the border bill unadulterated BS. Wow. As Republicans demand limits on illegal immigrant releases into the interior, including the use of parole, negotiators have been attempting to find a compromise. Seems as though there's a group of Senate Republicans who've been growing weary of the Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's leadership as they've aired their grievances over what they called a dead bipartisan border bill slated for first floor procedural vote. While Republicans were generally critical of Senate leadership, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas was the only Republican who explicitly told reporters during a press conference on Tuesday, I think it is time when asked if it was time for McConnell to actually step down. Other GOP senators in attendance were J.D. Vance of Ohio, Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, Rick Scott of Florida, Eric Schmidt of Missouri, Roger Marshall of Kansas, Mike Lee of Utah, 
all agreed Tuesday afternoon in a press conference that McConnell of Kentucky should have walked away from the border agreement, which they argued expands President Biden's power and does not fully close the border. And I quote, we're not committing ourselves to voting for this thing just because we entered the negotiation. And you hear this from some of our leadership and hopefully they will stop. The idea that we committed to supporting whatever came out of this negotiation is pure, unadulterated BS, said Vance of Congress. He was one of the loudest critics against Ukraine's assistant, by the way. He also added, we supported a negotiation to bring common sense border security to this country. We did not agree to a border fig leaf to send another $61 billion to Ukraine. Cruz chipped in and said, everyone here also supported a leadership challenge to Mitch McConnell in November. I think a Republican leader should actually lead this conference and should advance the priorities of Republicans. Well, he clearly doesn't do that. I think it is definitely time to start sweeping and cleaning house. This is a matter of law, constitutional law. Republicans have plenty of reasons to oppose this bill entirely. I mean, a threshold of 5,000 illegals a day? Are you kidding me? I mean, I remember a time with 9 to 10 millions having had crossed this country, and I've heard even larger numbers. We don't even really know how many have actually entered our country. It has definitely made the statement true that every state— is now a border state. I also remember a time when Jay Johnson of the Obama administration said 1,000 was a bad day and 4,000 was untenable. Yet this bill has a threshold of 5,000. For me, for you, for our country, this is unacceptable. This is unattainable. It's illegal, it's disgraceful on the part of this president as reflected by his approval rating of the lowly 33%. And true to form and as expected, Joe Biden gives his speech in which he blames who? Of course, Donald Trump. So the beginning of his speech was boilerplate defense of the bill, you know, not securing the border or enforcing the law. The extraordinary part of this speech was when Biden got to the subject of Trump. He made it all about Trump and basically threatened political war. He said, and I quote, every day between now and the election, the American people will know that the only reason that the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA friends. Of course, Republicans have and should continue to reject that out loud. Again, and I will continue to reiterate and point out that Joe Biden is the president of the United States and controls the executive branch. He could close the border if he chose to do so. Yet he chooses in this moment to politicize to an even higher level. Since 1952, any president can shut down the border whenever he finds an entry of aliens that is detrimental to the United States. As quoted by the Constitution, he can shut the whole thing down just like that. So he's asking Congress for powers he already has and a whole lot more money. What's the money for? To hire an army, 
a slew of lawyers and nonprofit and asylum officers just to continue to facilitate the open borders. And then he locks in a D.C. district court rubber stamp to far left, of course, to say what everyone on that side wants to hear. Meanwhile, the border never closes. Here's how the 5,000 a day works. 5,000 people come in for a week. They don't shut the border down. They just funnel all of them to port of entry and then bring them in that way. And what happens if they go to a different point of entry? If you claim it's an emergency, they still let them in. They don't actually detain anybody in this. And if you can't detain, how are you going to deport? Now, Bush, Obama, and Trump deported hundreds of thousands of illegals with exponentially less money than Biden. Yet Biden needs more money and to get permission from Congress to do what he already has the authority to do without permission or congressional legislation. This is tough screening process. You should be afraid. Now, Dems on CNN and ESPN, et cetera, are saying, of course, that Republicans are politicizing the issue and holding back so they can run on this for the presidency. Absolutely not. Let me remind everyone that at first the border was secure, according to them. The border is secure. The border is secure. Remember, they said defund the police, then tried to walk it back by saying Republicans were anti-police. Remember, we were accused by them for politicizing COVID. Then we learned that there was no real substance behind the mask or the six feet distance mandate. This whole thing, the border bill, was created to maintain the status quo. This isn't anything there isn't anything in it that will stop illegals from crossing illegally into our country. They essentially legislated the status quo. This is being done to further drive a wedge between MAGA Republicans and others and put a sour taste in the mouths of voters who are perhaps considering Trump in November and to those who are on the fence. This is a plan so Joe Biden can claim credit to solve a problem he created in the first place. And that's a savage truth. Underlying this bill is the big difference between the way Republicans and Democrats see the border crisis. You see, Democrats are so led on this issue by the far left communist Marxist socialist members, they see the influx of illegals as a necessary strategy in the plot, in the agenda to destroy America and the American way of life. Soros sees it as the necessary step to assert the new world order, the NWO, the NWO, no laws, no capitalism, no liberty, no freedom. Altogether, they all see it as a way to remain in power as the black vote continues to erode away. Republicans, on the other hand, see the influx as what it is, an invasion, because they are here illegally. You cannot have a provision that accommodates lawlessness and illegality. We have a constitution for a reason. We have a border for a reason. You have a door at your home with the lock on it for a reason. You see, you can have a welcome mat at your doorstep. That doesn't mean I can just barge in. I still have to knock and be invited in. The same rules apply at our borders. 
We need to know who's coming into our country. We need to know why, and we need to know their intentions. We need documentation, and we need to know where they are going and hold them accountable in training to become contributing American citizens through the proper channels. Joe Biden said in his speech, Trump would rather politicize this issue than actually solve it. How about the message to millions of Americans all over the country who are having to deal with this in their own communities? New York, Chicago, the West Coast. I mean, there are so many illegals. They're being put on trains and buses and dropped off in suburbs where there's less housing and resources or space to deal with this. Citizens pleading with their city councils not to accept state funding that would give them permanent residency. I didn't hear any acknowledgement from Joe Biden regarding those who are dealing with this on a daily basis. I'm encouraged that there has been a real turn in perspective on the border crisis by many Americans. I mean, considering we were being told that the border was secure by Mayorkas and his administration, thankfully, Governor Greg Abbott decided to publicize the problem by paying for illegals to be shipped to other parts of the country. With that one decision, the cover was blown on the Biden administration's secure border facade. By the way, where is the border czar, Kamala Harris? Everybody and their mother has been down to the border, even Dr. Phil at this point, except her. And yet she holds out hope to be president someday. <laughs> she, <laughs> forgive me. This is all due to a change in policy breaking immigration law by the president himself, and it occurred on January 20th, 2021, when Donald Trump left office and Joe Biden entered it. This border disaster belongs to Joe Biden. It is dead on arrival, may be on life support in the Senate. And while illegals jumped New York City police officers and gave the middle finger upon release, Mayor Eric Adams wants to house illegals in churches, and propose private residences down the road. And don't forget about the illegals are also given cell phones, a $53 million rollout for prepaid debit cards. Black people, you're being squeezed out. You're being overlooked and bypassed again by the Democratic Party. See those cute little faces behind me? Black children, American children, black community, this is your wake-up call. When illegals are bused to the coasts and the middle of the country, they aren't placing them in gated communities. They're not placing them in private schools and Catholic schools and private schools in the burbs. They're placed in your neighborhoods, your churches, your schools, your stations, with your tax dollars by your political party, in which you have been loyal to and voting for pretty strongly since the 60s, and yet you get no respect. No better schools or education for your children, no safer neighborhoods, no better housing, but illegals, by simply crossing the border, they get health care, $1,000 a month in assistance, they get housing, they get driver's licenses without any identification. Undoubtedly, the Biden administration We'll figure out a way to help them vote so they can remain in power and you will continue to be last. Last in health, last in wealth, 
last in education and safety, ignored and discarded, tricked and fooled, misled and misguided and used. When will you say enough is enough? When will you wake up to the fact that the Democratic Party doesn't care for you in the least? That you're just a political pawn on their chessboard, needed for the vote, then cast away and brought out again every two and four years just for your vote. Return to the Republican Party. Return to the nuclear family. Return to the American way of life and participate in uprooting the rot and decay to your future in this country. 2024 is the year for Black Americans to walk away. See you at the polls. Please like, share, subscribe, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And remember, as always, be bold, be strong, be faithful, be true. Till next time, I'm Cicely Davis. The Savage Truth with Cicely Davis is a production of Front Page Magazine and the David Horowitz Freedom Center. Reproduction of this podcast without express written consent is prohibited.